at ASPC Lewis. Three-way calling or call forwarding an inmate's phone call is unauthorized and may result in disciplinary action to the inmate. To accept this call, press or say 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. Thank you for using IC Solutions. You may begin speaking now. Today, I would like to discuss the importance of prayer and the part that it plays in my life, being in here. The prayers that I do each and every day, the importance of building a prayer life with the Creator, with our Master, with our Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, all things are supposed to be done through the name of Jesus Christ. And so I've built my life around that. Although I'm still flawed and fail in many ways, I see the importance of following his guidance. I see the importance of studying the word of God every single day, and I see the importance of prayer to harmonize with our creator, to seek his will for our lives, to pray for the things that he wants us to pray for, not for selfish gain, but for our own lives to be used, as it says in Romans chapter 12, presenting our lives for him to use as a living sacrifice. We, as human beings on this earth, are to live sacrificially through love. And love is, in its greatest form, agape, uh, the Greek agape, God's love, is self-sacrificial love, the same love that caused God to send his own son to die for us. No greater love has a man than this that he lay down his life for his fellow men. So while we see false gods encouraging people to blow themselves up and to take other people's lives with an idea that they're going to go to heaven because of it, the truth is that the God that we pray to is only going to ever encourage us to present ourselves as living sacrifices. And as a living sacrifice separated for God and used for his purposes, we should be engaged in prayer and guidance requests for his direction in our life. Each and every day, I get down on my knees, and the reason why we kneel is because of the root word uh, for prayer that means to kneel. And I get down on my knees close to the earth, humble myself before the Lord, and I ask for his guidance. And something I do, and I certainly wouldn't request it of anybody else is to sing the song of Moses every day. The song that in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 15, it says people sing in heaven. The song of Moses, 
turn to the Song of the Lamb. The Song of Moses is found in Deuteronomy 32. It's rather long, but out of request from the Lord, I've uh, taken the time to memorize it and, and make sure to sing it each day, along with my requests for blessings upon Israel, uh, shalom on Jerusalem, blessings for the entirety of the kingdom of God, the body of the Messiah, desires for people to come into the olive tree that is Israel, to be grafted in, Gentiles and broken off branches, Jews, Orthodox Jews who don't accept Jesus as their Messiah yet, pray for them. I want to give a layout of the prayers that I do in here and how I live my life as an encouragement for you. As an encouragement for you to take some time each day to think of praying, to seek guidance. Now, Jesus is our example. He is the ultimate example of what a human is supposed to be. And when he was on earth, he certainly spent a lot of time in prayer, even though he was directly connected to his father. He was the fleshly incarnation of the omnipresent God. Not separated in thought. Too distant from his own self. Now, without getting too deep into uh, who Jesus was, I can just touch on it uh, in most simple terms. The word of God the Bible, the totality of the doctrine of who he is and was and is to be, was manifest in that one human. He was fully obedient to everything that the word says to do, and he gave the greater spiritual understanding. He didn't nullify the Torah, he fulfilled it. He gave us the true understanding of the spiritual lessons as clearly seen in the Sermon on the Mount. As he said himself, not one yud or stroke will pass from the Torah until all things are fulfilled. Well, that would include the prophecies about his second coming as the lion. And so the law has not been nullified God's words can never be nullified. And God's word issues uh, commands to pray, commands to praise, commands to seek out the Lord's guidance. So each day, as you go forward, I hope that you will take the time to Think about different ways that you can approach the Lord from the heart through study of his word, which is the number one form of worship, and through praising him, through singing psalms, 
which is also part of my regimen. I sing seven psalms a day and just read through the book over and over and over again. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. It's not going to be something that you can easily do on the streets if you have a, a, a busy life or anything like that, but it's important to put time aside each day to worship your creator, the one who sustains your heartbeat, the one who sustains the electrical firing in your neurons that causes you to think in the first place. And to have reverence and to do all things in the name of Jesus Christ because he was God incarnate in human flesh and he still lives. He simply has returned to the omnipresence. He's everywhere. He's omniscient. He knows all things. And he's omnipotent. All-powerful. So as someone who knows all things, and has the entire database of knowledge, whose very essence is knowledge, be able to create the stars, the planets, all of the different species. That's kind of the one that you want to be entwined with. The one that you want to be making requests for guidance of. Why seek guidance first and foremost from a human being? A human being doesn't have the very essence of knowledge. And the idea is kind of laughable to me. I, I hope that you will take time to listen to the other episodes that I've recorded for this podcast. I hope that you'll see not just who I am as a man, but who I desire to be. And the man that I desire to be is a man who follows Jesus Christ. A man who serves the kingdom. A man who seeks to usher in the reconstruction of the third temple. That's what I want. I want the temple to be constructed in Jerusalem. I want to be able to pray at the temple. I know that all of the materials have been set aside to be able to construct the temple. You can do the research. It's, it's all there. They're ready. I want the Lord to return. I want to be free from these shackles. I want to engage in greater tikkun nefesh and greater tikkun olam. I want to repair more souls. I want to repair the world. I want to give guidance as I am guided. Our Lord is the Shalom. He is the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Shalom, the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And when I look upon our world and see the tanks smoldering and the houses crumbling in Ukraine, 
and I see the support that the Chinese Communist Party is throwing behind the foreign ministry and the propaganda machine of Russia, I see the bifurcated world. I see the end approaching. I see the coming of Jesus Christ. I see his power at work. And I see the power of the deceiver at work. Yesterday, the Chinese foreign minister came out and said that there is no humanitarian crisis inside of Ukraine. There's no disaster, nothing to see here. People can't possibly be so blind in themselves. And if the proof of the devil is there in the deception, if the proof of the devil is there in the darkness that has permeated the minds of, of people who are supposedly so intelligent that they can come into leadership positions in the highest offices of their lands, then truly the proof of Christ is there as well. If the, devil's real, if the devil is real, then God is real. Because the basic fundamental principles of, of human dignity and respect and all of the different things that we are raised to believe as good and true and righteous altogether are banished from the minds of the deceived. There's no excuse for the behavior that we see in the world. There's no excuse for the corruption. There is no excuse for the unrighteousness. There is no excuse for the utter rebellion. There is no excuse for the violation of basic human rights. And it, it, it infuriates me. One minute remaining. And I believe at its very core, the issue is in a lack of prayer, a lack of asking for guidance, a lack of time spent in the Word of God, a lack of praise, a lack of worship. Satan gobbles up all of that time from people's lives with distraction after distraction. So today, and every day going forward, please, for your family, for everyone you love, set aside some time for prayer. That's all I ask. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.